This is National Native News. I'm Antonia Gonzalez. U.S. Attorney General Merrick Garland is reiterating the Justice Department's commitment to civil rights cases for Native Americans. He spoke at the White House Tribal Nation Summit last week in Washington, D.C. Garland pointed to the case announced earlier this year involving the Grand Gateway Hotel in Rapid City. As South Dakota Public Broadcasting's Lee Strubinger reports, one group wants the DOJ to do more. The Justice Department announced its lawsuit against the hotel in October. That came several months after the owner posted on social media that Native Americans were no longer allowed at their hotel and bar. Days after, some Natives were allegedly denied service. Attorney General Garland says protecting the civil rights of all individuals was a founding purpose of the department. It remains an urgent priority. For example, earlier this fall, the department filed a lawsuit against the owners and operators of a hotel and bar in South Dakota, for violating the Civil Rights Act of 1964 by discriminating against Native American customers. The Justice Department is working hard to make good on our commitment to improve the well-being of tribal communities. The president of a group that initially brought the lawsuit says he appreciates the DOJ looking into racist activity in Rapid City. However, Indian Collective's Nick Tilson says the department is not willing to look into deeper systemic racism. We ask them to expand the scope of their investigation because we understand the behaviors of the Grand Gateway Hotel are a byproduct of a culture of systematic racism here in the community. Taking down Grand Gateway or holding them accountable is not going to be the end all for us. Tilson also says Indian Collective and others are asking the DOJ to pardon the country's longest-serving indigenous political prisoner, Leonard Peltier. For National Native News, I'm Lee Strubinger in Rapid City. The public comment period ends Monday, December 5th on the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service's draft of its Alaska Native Relations Policy. Crystal Cheesecook Leonetti is the agency's Alaska Native Affairs Specialist. So while the Native American policy applies everywhere, including Alaska, We needed to have these unique considerations. The draft policy recognizes the impacts of climate change on Alaska's landscape. It also mentions the inclusion of indigenous traditional knowledge in co-management efforts. The policy will also require Alaska Native Relations training and education for Fish and Wildlife Service employees. That is designed to illuminate the current status of the nutritional and spiritual and cultural connection to living a subsistence way of life, that it is also um, really important for Alaska Native people to continue that way of life for reasons beyond nutrition. The relationship between the agency and Alaska Native people has not always been amicable. Leonetti says improving those relationships is central to developing the policy. Since 2016, she's worked alongside a 12-member team of representatives from every region of Alaska. We wanted to make sure every word and every sentence was agreed upon by the entire group. And if it wasn't, we, we talked about it until we could agree on the language that made sense for everybody. Leonetti expects it will be signed and included in the agency's national manual sometime in 2023. I'm Antonia Gonzalez.
National Native News is produced by Kiwanak Broadcast Corporation with funding by the Corporation for Public Broadcasting. Support by BNSF Railway, proudly supporting the nation's economy by moving the goods that feed, supply, and power communities across the country. More at bnsf.com slash tribal relations. The Indian Arts and Crafts Board promotes Indian artists of federally recognized tribes through its online source directory. Information on this no-charge opportunity available at doi.gov IACB, who support this program. Native Voice One, the Native American Radio Network.